0: Welcome to this episode of the Nothing Ventured Primer with me, Arish Shah. In these Primer episodes, we explore the insights and backgrounds of our guests to give you a bit of an idea of what they've been up to and how they got involved in the tech and venture ecosystem. Enjoy. This season of Nothing Ventured is sponsored by Odin, Odin helps angels, VCs, and founders to raise and deploy capital seamlessly. You can structure your SPVs and now run your funds, handle capital calls, portfolio management more smoothly and easily in one place. Founders use Odin to raise their entire round in a few clicks by simply sending investors a link and receiving investments immediately. Odin works with over 5,000 investors and over 150 emerging fund managers and angel syndicates globally. Head to joinodin.com to learn more. That's J-O-I-N-O-D-I-N dot Hello and welcome to another episode of The Nothing Ventured Primer with me, Arish Shah. Today, I'm really excited to have with me on Zoom, Martin Sibley. Martin was a co-founder of Accomable, an online travel portal focused on making travel more accessible, uh, which later exited to Airbnb. Martin now runs Purple Goat Agency, connecting brands to the eight Trillion dollar global disability market. A blogger, author, coach, motivational speaker, and course builder, Martin works with companies to make the world a more inclusive place. Martin, super excited
1: to have you here on the podcast with me. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, I'm really happy to be here. And I Looking forward to all the rich conversations we're about to have.
0: I, I I, certainly am. So let's dive straight in, right? So uh, in the primers, you know, it's sort of an opportunity for our audience to get to
1: know you a bit better. So a bit of a quick fire. What, what was your first job? So yeah, I uni I did economics and a master's in marketing. So I was aiming for what was probably more of a finance London job. And I think, you know, straight in on the disability part of my identity. I'm a wheelchair user and so when i went to uni it was a lot around having care that i require not from my mum and dad but from other sort of professional or personal care assistants and so uni was a big leap around the independent living side so when it came to a job there were other considerations i had beyond what the actual job was and that was could i do a monday to friday nine to five you know would the office be accessible would the, the culture, be accessible. And and so I kind of took a pragmatic line where I applied for a job at a disability charity. And it was meant to just be a foot on the ladder, get a bit of experience, work out that other stuff. Um, I will add I did apply to a few jobs a bit half-heartedly through my last summer before I graduated. So I don't want to throw it all down as like discrimination and people not employ me because I'm disabled because There was definitely a lackluster of I'm just enjoying my final months as a student. But but yeah, all of that meant the first job was at a a charity called Scope. And I actually ended up working there for five years, got a lot of rich sort of growth and development and a lot of new knowledge, a lot of new skills. And I suppose ultimately it it really gave me that fire in the belly to want to make a difference in the world for other disabled people. So it flipped from my own view of disability to the other 1.3 billion people in the world and the barriers that they face and so it became a bit of a a mission and a passion and a career from that first job
0: amazing i mean i think that's you know that kind of origin story is really interesting and this season of nothing ventured is proudly sponsored by emerge one emerge one provides fractional cfo support to venture-backed tech startups and scale-ups they work with businesses from C to Series B that have been backed by some of the UK, US, and Europe's best venture capital funds. They provide support from capital allocation and management, KPIs and reporting, fundraising support, financial modeling, investor relations, and investor management. Come check them out at emergeone.co.uk when you're scaling fast and have need of a CFO. Uh, you know, I think many of us. Uh, probably don't would not recognize where we are today uh, compared to what we studied at university for sure. I mean, I, I studied Spanish and Italian. I'm definitely not uh, doing anything massively related to either of those uh, at the moment, other than being married to my wife. Um, so what did you do before getting into sort of the tech and venture ecosystem?
1: Yeah, so I suppose around the time of working at Scope I, I think I went to a, a convention for fundraising. I was working in fundraising. So obviously there was a marketing-y part of you know what I was doing there. And then, yeah, from, from that, um, at that conference, someone spoke about social media as a as a power for fundraising, but as a power for good. And so I just started to play around a bit. I started my blog, which this was 2009. So 14 years later, martinsibley.com is still going with just me writing about whatever I'm up to in my my life, whether that's personal sort of travels or career as well. And I guess from from really creating content, uh, it was early in that era of blogging and vlogging, I ended up getting invited into mainstream media. So I did some stuff around, you know, writing for The Guardian and The Indian. I was on BBC Breakfast and did a bit of TV presenting, which was quite cool. And then around 2011, I decided to leave SCOPE, I guess to pursue this sort of notion that using social media, storytelling, content creation, there was a way to both educate the world of how disability inclusion can look and the benefits to everybody, because there are a lot of benefits and we can unpack that later, but not just for disabled people like society and the economy benefits from inclusion as well and that's obviously disability but the broader dei conversation and then yeah just through all of that i just kind of meandered into co-founding a magazine called disability horizons with a friend called shrin and you referenced the um the accommodable story so through trying to figure out how to i guess fund a magazine we came up with other product ideas and one of them was what if we could do a tech platform that was accommodation for disabled people
0: i mean amazing that that's such a incredible kind of Row of, or not even a row, like it's like a cosmos of dots to kind of align and bring together to build yeah, that.
1: Yeah, be uh, nice to say that was all pre planned, yeah, yeah obviously unfolded gradually over years.
0: I don't think anything in life is planned. I'm coming more and more to the conclusion that serendipity plays a larger part in all of our lives than any of us would, sure. would want to admit. So, what would you be doing if you hadn't built Purple Goat and and weren't in the marketing game?
1: Yeah, so I think with the, the Acromobil stuff, it was obviously about you know, pure tech and trying to raise funds and um, that bit, again, we'll unpack more later. But I guess through that, particularly with Airbnb having an interest in this sort of accessible disability market that just showed a broader need for other industries and other brands to, to engage in disability inclusion from a consumer sort of potential consumer spending. So that that's obviously what led to Purple Goat, which is very much about connecting brands. I mean, if, if I wasn't doing Purple Goat, it's I, I sort of referenced earlier, there was that theoretical trajectory. If I hadn't have gone to the disability charity, that I would have ended up, you know, working in the city in London in finance. But I kind of believe that, you know, the the, the mission around an inclusive world was always there. The love of business and Technology's always been there, so I think it's almost. I believe I almost still would be doing what I'm doing, even if I took other journeys to get here.
0: Amazing! So the destination was always going to be the same. I think uh, so. Uh, so let's talk about Purple Goat Agency then. So who's it for? What does it do? Kind of what is what is the what is a mission?
1: Yeah. So I partnered with the Goat Agency, obviously referencing Greatest of All Time (GOAT), and that was three guys about similar age to me that have been going since about 2017-ish, I think. And they've kind of pioneered how to work with influencers, inverted commas, but meaning social media content creators as a way of getting really good return on ad spend. So it's essentially disrupting the marketing industry. And when I was looking at how to do similar things for disability, it made sense to partner. So they, kind of enabled me with a lot of their learnings about how you structure influencer marketing. And I brought all that personal and career background about disability. And so Purple is the color of disability. So Purple Go essentially is a marketing agency focused around disability. And so we work with brands in all different industries and the base premise is helping them connect with disabled consumers. I say disabled consumers, I think there's a broader, you know, it could be parents with disabled children, that that sort of extended disability community. But essentially yeah, the brands are embracing it because it's one of the the largest underserved brand consumer communities. And the the business case for it's phenomenal, as well as the moral, ethical case, of course, as well.
0: I mean, you mentioned 1.3 billion people. That's like 16% of the world population uh, yeah. and then $8 trillion. Like it's not, <laughs> we're not talking small numbers for sure.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: and, and if you were to think about maybe three startups or businesses that are, you know, that are growing at the moment that are really standouts for you, um, tackling problems or, or founded by people with disabilities, what what would you what would you say those would be?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've been coming across more and more people lately, but I think the three that stand out, there's Victoria Jenkins, who runs Unhidden Clothing. And uh, so that's very much about disrupting and creating fashion that's more inclusive for disabled people. And there's a lot of case studies and ways that she does that. So I definitely recommend checking more of her out. She's been on Channel 4 show recently as well. Um, then there's Josh Winters Gill, who basically created a way of when I get on an airplane and many others get on an airplane, when you are in a wheelchair, you need help to transfer. He basically invented a product that made that easier and safer from his own personal story. So many people are now, you know, being able to get on planes more safely because of his product. But he's done a lot of campaigning around air travel accessibility with the the business on the entrepreneurial side. And then I'd probably say Angus Drummond started Limitless Travel, which was sort of a parallel to Accomable. We were much more about the the accommodation, Mm -hmm. but he sort of spun into more kind of group tours and group bookings and accessible holidays in that way. So they are yeah, three that stand out anyway.
0: Amazing. Uh, Martin, I think we're going to have uh, a pretty robust discussion in the main episode. It's quite a few topics. I think, you know, you've touched on there that uh, I think would be amazing to, to go into more detail for the time being. Thank you so much for joining me uh, today. I'm really looking forward to uh, to the main episode.
1: Amazing.